This is Mentally Dope. Join us, Charmaine and Jasmine, two Black licensed therapists, as we build a bridge between mental health and Black culture. Come on. It's going to be dope. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Hi. I'm Charmaine. I'm Jasmine. We are staying mentally dope over here. We are. We are. Welcome. Hello. Um, If you are picking up what we're putting down, could you please put a quick like on this video? Could you comment? Let us know you watched it. Uh, Can you subscribe? Let the people know. This helps other people find us. Yeah. Right? If other people find us, then we can keep doing this work and having lots of fun doing it. So definitely do that for us. If you click today, you know what we're talking about. Yes. So like, so like for real guys, we love to be able to have you guys engage with us. So as we're talking about the stuff, I need you guys to like leave your comments, like tell us what you enjoyed, what you did not enjoy. Um, of course, when we get to like certain segments with questions, we need to know, like, did you watch this and like have the same questions too, or the same or something level of that confusion? we didn't think of? Yeah, that Please. part too, because like we watch it for our questions, but you may have something that we did not ask. You saw something that we missed and you had a question about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that's so. how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, we record usually on Fridays, and so I'm always like jazzed yes. to be ready for the a Friday. Mm-hmm. Yes, 100. Mm-hmm. percent A holiday weekend at that. Yes. That as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you? Same. I'm just ready for the weekend. I don't even have any plans. I just want to. Exactly. I mean, I'm pretty sure that it'll fill up really quick. But just the idea of being able to have my Saturday. I love Saturday mornings. So it's a time when the whole house is quiet. And I can just get up first thing in the morning. And I watch all of my pre-recorded shows that recorded for the week. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I make blueberry pancakes. That's so sweet. Or waffles, really. I prefer, but pancakes, whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into it. Y'all, this is... I love, I love this, this movie. movie. <laughs> like, it is... So It holds up. It's still good. It's wholesome, mostly. Yes. Like, it is just... Like, literally, when I watched it, I was just like, I... Like, mm-hmm. it's so funny. Still laughing at how, how funny it is. And it's also, like, crazy, like... The cast of this movie was like mm-hmm. top tier. Mm-hmm. Everybody was in this movie. It was so great. Yeah. Um, there's definitely some questions that need answers, but but we'll get there. But the mm-hmm. but the general topic of the of the movie, the plot and everything. Also, Jasmine, you were telling me that this movie was based on a play. It was a play. Did I, I did, not I, did know. I did not know that. I had no idea. Totally so, over my head. Figure that out. I think probably that's why it's so um, structurally really good. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm curious as to how it was as a play. And like look that up. Yeah, maybe I don't so. know. But the movie was good. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you guys have not watched Kingdom Come, um, it is a movie that we're in this country town and we're dealing with a mother and a father who have a not so healthy marriage dynamic. Um, and then the father dies, and then we see the two sons plus his sister. His and, sons are grown. And his nephew. Yeah. Yes, yes, his adult sons and their families, um, and then how we are dealing with the death of the father. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, the patriarch, we'll say. Yeah. Uh, the very flawed patriarch. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is where we're starting. Okay. So it is very uh, men heavy, right? Like the dad dies, his two sons, one comes back into town, the other is already there, and they have complicated relationships with him. And so we see a lot from the men's perspective of like the emotions that men go through 
around just uh, men and their feelings. Expressing, okay? them, yeah, okay. expressing their feelings. Men and their feelings, which no fault of their own, right? We're not men bashing here. We, our stance is usually like the world kind of creates men to not be able to do feelings very well. And that's not the fault of men, Mm -hmm. but also there's some work to do. Like that doesn't mean you can just go around being a jerk. Like Mm -hmm. there's work to do. Yeah. So, so, so we see that in that aspect, like, you know, we can start there. We see that in the aspect of, um, um, Aunt Raynell, who is Whoopi Goldberg, and then her husband, Ray Bud. And then their two sons, who is Anthony Anderson, um, and... LL. And, and LL. Cool J. Yes. Still look good. <laughs> so then, like, so, like, we see that the two sons don't quite get along. They don't have a very good relationship mm-hmm. at all, and they both feel differently towards their dad. Yeah. We'll say. Right? Like, Ray, Ray Bud. Mm-hmm. Or just Ray. Ray Bud. Ray, LL Cool J, his character, he is super angry. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got a lot of unresolved stuff yes. inside of him. So, so he internalizes a lot of his things, mm-hmm. and then he masks it by just drinking. Mm-hmm. So we don't talk Which, about anything. We just kind of sort of mask everything. Yes, but it sounded like problem. he used to have an alcohol problem. He had kind of beat it. Right, he had settled down on it. Then something difficult happens, like his dad dying away suddenly, mm-hmm. dying away, passing away suddenly, and then but he but kind but of but goes back to that old habit. But there was the scene when him and Junior were drinking together, and he said, "I thought you stopped." And mm-hmm. he said, "Well, you ain't the only one who, who lies." Oh, okay. So he really didn't stop. So he at least told, or he Charlie, like you know at least East uh, Lucille, Lucille, Charlie, <laughs> Charlie. He 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 at least. Slow down from what he was doing. Like, yeah. you know, it wasn't like an obsessive, like, you know, mm-hmm. excessive of like, and he being drunk at work. And as well, like, there's something about that that's like, people do, this is my belief, people do well if they can. Mm-hmm. And so something was happening for him that he could slow down. Yeah. But then when his father passed away, it pushed something over the edge and yeah. he couldn't. Yeah. Like, it was really hard to deal with those emotions. But so, 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 that's the thing to talk about, though, that in this moment, we see this family that was already rocky. Because, like, you know, we have the... Complicated. We have, like, the mom and dad who has, like, the weird relationship. Ooh, we, we'll talk about that, too. We have the brothers, the brothers who don't have a good relationship. We yeah, have they're not Ray, close. Ray Bud, who's dealing with fertility issues with his wife, Lucille. And then we have uh, Junior, um, Junior, the other brother, and his wife who are dealing with financial issues. Then a we lot have, of other issues. Yeah, then we have the auntie... Over there, and her, oh, um, and and her, and her Aunt two Marguerite. sons, yeah, and her two sons. So it's like, so it's, it's so it's already rocky. We're not like in a good, healthy space, and then there's a death. Yeah, it's and not super functional. We'll say that. So like in this moment, we see, oh, not to mention that there also is a sister in here too. Can't forget mm-hmm. about delightful. delightful. Um, but we see how the grief amplifies. The family dynamics. Everything that's already been happening here. Mm -hmm. It it turns everything up another level, right? The dysfunction that's happening between all the siblings and the parents and the aunt and all that stuff. When the grief happens, it's intense. It gets more intense, Mm -hmm. right? Like people are losing. Because, yeah, like, you know, we we had separate lives and we all knew that the separate Mm -hmm. lives were crappy. But now you want to shove us all together literally right after it happens. Like literally right after it happens. They're they're like, you know, we're all going to get together tonight. And it just goes... Mm-hmm. So it's like so it's adding on the family system and the emotion of the grief, Which and then is we see that we talk about all the time. The family is a living, breathing organism, right? People have to work to keep it in balance, and then when something happens that throws it off balance, Shifts. and everybody has to shift, stuff kind of explodes a little bit. There, things come to a head, almost to like release pressure, mm-hmm. 
And that's kind of what we see happening. But I think that, like, that, that's a thing that happens on, in a lot of families in a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. That I'm sure y'all can relate. A hundred percent. That when grief pops up, it does not bring new things with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, in some it, 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 yeah. yeah, it does. But in, but a lot of times it just amplifies what the was already stuff, there. Right. So so this stuff was not like money or greed or anything like that. This was the things that were already happened. Mm-hmm. It just amplified it even more. Which for them, like Ray Bud, it was like dad wasn't really around. He wasn't really present. For his mom, he was like Raywood was crotchety and old and grumpy and good riddance, right? Mm-hmm. And that was just amplified. She he was, was ready mean to and be, surly. Yeah, he, she was ready to be done with him. The other one, um, he was always looking for dad's approval and never really got it and trying to almost like save face validate. and impress, yeah, mm-hmm. impress everybody with the things he had or didn't have. And when that happened, he kept going. He said, I, we got to do this for daddy. We, it has to look like this. We need to spend all this money knowing he ain't got no money. Yeah. And he can't pay for it. Yes. Which, which is, which, which is of course an issue because like as the other brother of trying to be silent, not trying to like blast my brother in front of everybody but you're gonna sit in front of everybody at this table mm-hmm. and say that we should spend everything on this funeral when you don't have no money mm-hmm. when you're not the one who's gonna be paying for it yes either. you can be like let's pick the most expensive one you got it no yeah 100 absolutely not no, 100%. no, 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 no. So, so so we see all of these things amplifying we see how the family is struggling to deal with all of this mm-hmm. and, that, and that I think that the hard part about this is that like we said this is the same day this happened that morning, mm-hmm. and then by that night, it's just like, mm-hmm. all heck has broke loose in the house. Exactly. And for a lot of them, there hasn't even like been enough time to actually like sit in the fact. Right. This is that my husband, mm. that my father, that my Very that good like point. you know that like that like my brother has died. We're just gonna yes. go into amplifying what we all already struggle with. Mm-hmm. So this is a great point as well too at that. People, especially when something just happens, especially black folks, especially black women, don't get a chance to sit and digest. They're up and they're doing, right? The first thing that happens, you got to call someone. So you on the phone, you get into the phone, um, the phone lines up, call this person, call this person, call this person, and you're doing and doing and doing. You don't get a chance to like sit with what just happened. But also, let's, let's pick up on the fact that, because I feel like that Aunt Raynell, who was who was the mother, would have would have been fine, I think, to sit for a little while. I think that she was almost anticipating the death, but 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 like it would have been a little bit more fine. We have two other women who I would say, which I would say Ray Ray Bud's wife, Lucille, and we say Aunt Marguerite. You don't want to sit down because sitting down forces you to deal with your mm-hmm. own stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. I'm going to mm-hmm. overfunction and take care of everything instead of I have to do all these things mm-hmm. because if I sit down, then I got to deal with me. I don't really want to do that. Mm-hmm. So let me like go into power mode and take care of everybody else, and then yeah. and then say that I have to, mm-hmm. because I mean, who's who's gonna do it if I don't do it? And I have to take care of all these things. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. But who's you, gonna do it? Who, yeah. How, how am I gonna show up like this? And like, but I protect myself by st- by overfunctioning mm-hmm. and staying it busy. It serves two purposes. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not just um, what's that thing when you like give to other people? It's it's selfish and it's helpful. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. not the right word. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Altruistic. There we go. Okay. So as we move on, um, we also talk about there is this thing that I notice happening and I think also happens when you have a grief too is like struggling with glorifying people who have passed. Yeah. And how that makes it, it like it it prevents the grief process from going as smoothly as it could go because it 
makes things seem stuck, right? Yeah, because because like that, that that's the hard part that we see in this movie too. On that night when they're all together, and then also the next day when the mother is meeting with the pastor to do the eulogy, <laughs> because because I mean of course the pastor, such an entertainer, is like you know he wasn't really in church, so like can can you help me? Like you know, with the eulogy, and, and he didn't really know him either, which yeah. is always awkward. So, so you want me to glorify this man that I have a hard time glorifying because, like, no, him on earth was mm-hmm. not the person I can glorify. Right, and so we're gonna sit at the eulogy and at the funeral or repast or whatever, and only say good things about this person, mm-hmm. which that doesn't mean you like you need to dog out the person who has passed away, but it it is hard for our systems to hold those two things of like, oh, we're putting down a person who is perfect or we're only highlighting these things. When people are complicated, they Mm -hmm. live very full lives. Mm -hmm. And also, if a person who has passed away who has done something harmful to you and the people around you are only saying good things about that person, that makes grief hard. 100%, and and I think that that that's what we see Ray Bud struggled with a lot Absolutely. because once again he was able to distract for for however long mm-hmm. that, that, that this had been going on. He he knew that there was an issue there with him and his father, but he was not dealing with it. Yeah, I can go to work. I can I can drink. I can deal mm-hmm. with my wife and all these other issues, but I have to deal with We're this. We're not gonna solve it. Yeah. And then now that he's dead, okay, so okay, I can't fix the relationship with him. It's too late. Yeah. And then now I kind of have to deal with these feelings that are going on with me. People are saying all these positive things that don't quite match up with with how these things were in my head. You want me to stand up and actually like match the positive things that they're saying mm-hmm. too, and, and I, I don't feel them. They're yeah, not genuine. I don't, I don't have words. Which once I don't again, maybe even believe them. Yes. <laughs> so I'm gonna go back to what I do know how to do. I'm gonna get angry, and I'm gonna drink mm-hmm. because that's how I cope. Mm-hmm. And which of course we all have our ways that we cope, <sighs> and then it just magnifies in these issues mm-hmm. so absolutely and knowing it is okay when somebody passes away to feel a sense of release relief sorry mm-hmm. or release both right that like if somebody passes away and you just have like a an exhale moment especially if things are complicated if the person is sick it really doesn't even matter the circumstances it still makes sense to feel relief when somebody else passes passes away, even if you love them. Yeah. Even if they meant a lot to you. Yeah. Even if you would rather them be here. Yeah. But I think that like that's that's like a really good thing for you to point out as far as like how we glorify or how we sit with these relationships. Because that was something I personally I personally struggled with um, mm-hmm. when it came to people in my life passing and figuring out how to do that. And I think that that's something that I worked on in therapy myself about like actually acknowledging that people are human and they can be both. I can say that I love this person Hello. and we also had a lot of issues. I can say that, that that this person did this wonderfully and this person did this really terrif- mm-hmm. t- t- terribly. Like, yeah. like you know, this person show, showed up in this ways and this person also hurt me repeatedly. Exactly. And it's just like, you know, like, you know being able to hold both mm-hmm. and not feeling like the chapter, like, you know, shut down all of those right. hurt or I can only think good things feelings. about yeah. this person now that they're gone, right? I cannot think anything negative about them. With, and we are full human beings as well. We have memories. We remember what happened and what didn't and what we got what we needed and when we didn't get what we needed. Yeah. And it's going to show up in the grief process. Yeah, which is hard because like we acknowledge. And it's not bad. It's it's neutral. It's yes. just information. But also recognizing like what that does to, like you said, to your system. Because if we're talking about this, of like, you know, of like you know, this being a parent and if this parent 
was a parent and was imperfect, which like you know, most, which like you know, most was parents are. Yeah. Um, but if this parent hurt you or like you know wasn't there for you and all these or things, abused you. Yeah, like yeah. think about like what grew out of you. So so there's a child, an inner child in you that's like, so you're gonna act like that this stuff didn't happen to me. Mm -hmm. You're gonna like put me in the corner and be like, oh, be quiet. He was great. Yeah. Not there's gonna be some anger there. There's gonna be some resentment there. Mm -hmm. There might be like inner tor turmoil or even like an outburst there. Yeah. Because every every part is trying to get on the same page. Yeah. Which, which I think is like it's like what we saw kind of sort of happen that night in that first. Well, yes, we did see it happen that first night because like in the midst of Ray being overwhelmed and like sweating and like you know being like upset because like you know, he was holding in so much emotion and then your, and then your brother comes in who's broke and doesn't have any money. So I so, so talk about like, like you know buying all these yeah, things. Bad kids. And then yeah, and the kids out there tearing up stuff. His wife cussing them out. The wife is being extra as heck. But we get to Sharice in a second. But then and not, and and like you know, Ray flips out and is like and they fight in the in the middle of the living room. Mm-hmm. Combustion, right there, and it seems like that with that with that pop, it also once again everyone else is upset because you have you have Mar Aunt Marguerite who has been trying to make everybody holy the entire movie. Oh my um, gosh! But like that's her function. That's how she copes. That's so just like is her yeah. over functioning. Coping. And then you have Lucille who tries to, to keep everything together. And then you have she Therese. tries to show up and serve people and like not sit down. That's yeah. her thing, which is a very black thing to yes. do. And then, and then you have Sharice, who is Jane's wife, who wants to make everything about her. So in this moment, when you guys start fighting in, in the middle of the floor, it can't be a, 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 about Sharice. Aunt Marguerite can't read the Bible to you guys right now, and Lou still can't serve y'all pigs in a blanket. So, so y'all didn't mess up everybody's, <laughs> everybody's ability mm -hmm. to, to do what they need and to do right now. Aunt Raynell, Raynell, she mm -hmm. don't want to even be there. Yeah. She over it. What did she say? Just, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> we're not doing any more today. We're, it's, it's over. Yeah. Right? And... You can tell in that fight, what what does Charlemagne say? He says, it's historical, right? Like they are fighting about stuff that has been building between them over 100%. the years. This 100%. really probably has very little to do with the fact that their dad passes because they have never worked on the stuff that they needed to work on as siblings. Yeah. And so like, so like, and so like, yeah. So like, like the sibling dynamic is messed up. Like we see that. And so like them identifying that. Then if we look at Raybud and Lucille, so Raybud, of, of course, had the drinking problem and issues with his dad. And then we have Lucille, who had fertility issues. Mm -hmm. um, and then them trying to overfunction. And then we see everybody's triggered. Everybody's yes. triggered. So, so Lucille overfunctions. Raybud drinks. And then once again, we all stay in our separate lives. But then now we're going to be in a position to be highlighted in front of everybody else. So now, so now Raybud is, is on display for everybody to be like. How do you feel about your daddy? And he doesn't want to do that. And, the, mm -hmm. and then, then Lucille is on display for everybody to be like, she still, she still ain't got no kids. So it's like, you know, but let, intensifying. Let us talk about that, too, about how when people pass away and we go to funerals, things, people make changes during that time. People shift. There's a lot of pressure around that. Even if, like, you know, you're not having a hard time with the person who's passed away, there is a thing that comes straight up right to your face of, like, your mortality, your legacy, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. Am I where I want to be in life? Like all of oh, these yeah. things pop up. That is stuff. Like I don't have the things that I've wanted. And so everybody kind of struggles a little bit. In yeah, that. but but then but then also like I said, putting it on display. Because because 
because now these are people and family members that we don't see on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. But for now, probably a reason. You probably, probably, you know, we only see them people like twice a year. And because after we talk we about people, you realize you realize exactly. why we see each other. This is why we don't see. But each other. but like now that we're all together with all these people, y'all yep. are gonna ask me questions. Y'all are gonna like you know we want all to, have like, to catch up. I have to tell you about my life and what if I don't like certain parts of my life and 100%. you're asking me about that part of my life. So now I gotta like figure out how to. Either fake it till I make it, mm -hmm. go to the corner and cope how I'd normally mm -hmm. been coping. Or some people don't show up. There's a reason why some people just don't. I don't do funerals. Mm -hmm. I don't do all of that stuff. Maybe because they can't handle the grief. Maybe because all of that stuff is too much. It's too confronting. Mm -hmm. And they don't want to deal with all of that. Oh, 100%. It's 100%. And I think that like that's the hard part, too, is because, like you said, it's all of that stuff that's big. It's also... Accepting that everybody grieves differently, but also accepting what that grief looks like, and maybe I don't want to. Maybe I don't want to deal with you overfunctioning and being all all in my face. Maybe I don't want to deal with your wife being over here in the corner screaming and she like 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 girl. Yeah, maybe maybe I like to withdraw. Like a lot of people withdraw to process their emotions. They mm -hmm. don't want to be in groups of people to do that. And funerals and families and repasses, they force us to kind of do that. Yeah. Which is not bad, but everybody is different. Everybody is allowed to grieve, dif grieve differently. And we can see in this family, everybody is grieving very differently. But the hard part about <laughs> this is that, like we said, so we see the different levels of coping the best way that we know how mm -hmm. and how that intensified during that grief. Um, so we see, like I said, which repeatedly. Is, Delightful, we didn't mention. Delightful is, is eating. eating. Everybody's even making jokes about it. That, let me say, that did not age well. But Delightful's eating. Ray is drinking. The other brother, what is he doing? He's over I mean, he's, he's over... Um, he's trying to be impressive. Yes. He's trying to impress everybody. But he has nothing really to is ashamed of the lack of stuff that he's accomplished in life yes and this and the same thing actually for his wife which is jada pickett sharice that there was still that element with her of that she was unhappy with her life as well now yeah. we have to be on display and i'm going to be over exaggerating also because i also just found out like you know 10 like you know, like you know five hours earlier that my husband was cheating on me Dramatic. so like you know, add that on there oh too of like i want everybody to know make this about me so can we talk about sharice and then, so here's the thing, Jada, you did what you did, okay? We Jada you. was fire in this movie. I don't care what She's says. excellent. I, she, she did amazing in this movie. She did good with being extra. My issue is, and I think we have talked about this before, is that why is it that people have such large reactions? Because I think we all know that person who, like, might not even be connected to the family, not even close to the person who passed away, but their emotions are so big and it's so dramatic, and it makes people doubt, like, are they all, like, what are they doing? Why are they being extra? Are those feelings really genuine? And what's going that, on? Here? I think that the, that that the hard thing was is that uh, I'm not even sure if Charisse's was fully connected to the grief. Hers seems like that hers was an internal feeling of not feeling enough. And then, like, you know, already, like you said, like, you're adding on that internal feeling of not feeling enough. I married a man who, who makes me feel like you're also less than enough. If I actually, she may have been more craving the attention of the family. Because, like, this is, this, this is like, Maybe. a one time now where I have an audience. Let me be on display. Like, still, like, that whole, like, anybody see me? Anybody see me? Like, just like you're trying to get the, the like, the like I want somebody to see me, and then be like, oh, never mind, don't look at me. I wasn't doing anything wrong. It's 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 not about me, but you just <laughs> definitely made it all about you because you out here screaming and doing all the extra stuff, yeah. trying to get attention, and then being like, throw the rock and then hide your hand. Mm -hmm. You 
through, like you had a full performance. And then when someone's like, what are you doing? Oh, this is all about the funeral. It's all about the girl. Mm -hmm. So like confronting your husband's mistress at the repast is not a good idea, you're saying? No, we probably okay. should not okay. do that. Okay. We probably should not. And not jumping in the casket and telling them to take you is probably not a good yeah. It's not a really a healthy way to yeah. deal with the Continuing to bring up the other family member that you should have married because he actually has money, that probably is not the best thing as well, too. Letting everybody know that I could have been married to the cousin mm -hmm. that had some money, but, you know, I stayed with this fool over here, and now look at me. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, lots of just not great things about that dynamic, but it was for a purpose. It was for the movie, whatever. Yes. So, oof. Charisse but then once again, I different. think that this was also, like, their marriage was brought to a head in this moment. We don't know what could have happened between Sharice and Junior if this if, if this situation had not happened. So like you know, they kind of like had this moment to like, like push them through. That seems on brand for her. I'm just gonna be Probably. honest about that. But also, I mean, I think me and you have talked about before that like I think some people experience emotion so deeply that that is how they come out, right? Like sometimes if. You grew up in a space where your emotions were not seen or heard very easily. Like you had to work really hard to get mm -hmm. um, your caregivers to see mm -hmm. you. I'm gonna say, so I think it was that definitely like, it's like, not like just a, sad. A I cry for help or depressed, like a... right? I'm mm -hmm. not just happy. I am so happy. I'm not just angry. I'm enraged because you have to spend so much time getting people to see you. Yeah. And I wonder if that's happening for Miss Charisse. Mm -hmm. So, but as I, I said too, that's still uncomfortable feeling of actually being seen. So I want everybody to see me. I'm gonna hop out here in the middle of the floor, and then when you guys stare at me, I'm just like, I'm gonna lay down now. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I feel like we all have that family member too. Oh, so I definitely, you, you yeah. don't have to comment that. Definitely don't comment that. Blink twice if you're sitting but, next to him, but I'm just saying. Um, got that family member that's gonna uh, act a fool at the funeral. Yeah. So uh, what else we got? What else? Do we need to talk about? So I think the one of the things that like that you had mentioned earlier that I wanted to highlight too was that we can what that the father, um, Uncle Bud, was considered the patriarch of the family, but he really was not the patriarch of the family. So even though he was alive, Ray Bud had kind of thrown, like you know been like identified as the patriarch of the family, and it was a lot of pressure it seemed to be on him. The junior, wait, which one are you talking about? Ray Bud. Which Uncle Bud or Ray Bud? Ray Bud. Okay. I thought the, I, I thought the Uncle Bud was the patriarch by title, mm -hmm. but by position or by like defined duties mm -hmm. that it was actual Ray, functioning. That it yeah. was it, it was like it Ray was Bud. The, he was the oldest brother. Instead. He was the one who was supposed to be t over like you know, taking care of everything. And then once again, when you have someone who is still dealing with their own trauma and everything else, you putting this amount of pressure on them, and then amplifying it mm -hmm. during the grief process of like you handle all this, and he's just like what. Mm -hmm. And also, there was probably some resentment around it. Like, why do I have to show up and be the parent when I never got a parent? Yes. Right? And then now, in mm. death, I still have to show up and be the parent. I would feel some resentment around that. Yeah. I would not feel super excited or happy mm -hmm. to jump up and, like, be in that role continually. Yeah, because now I got to take care of my mother, who's my mother. I have to parent my brother, who was actually my brother. Like, you know, and, like, and like, mm -hmm. like I'm also grieving my father but no, like, like, let me also be right. the patriarch of this family and take, yes. and take care of, of everything as well, too, mm -hmm. which is difficult. And Ray Bud, I think, also has a breakthrough through all of this, right? 
partly because of his mom's feedback of just like your dad's been gone for a long time. He did not die. And what did she say? When she he said died. she said let it be broke for a while. Mm -hmm. Well, yes, that's what he was saying. He said that to uh, Lucy. I was gonna say okay. Charlene, but yes, call that woman Charlene. She looked like a Charlene. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Vivica. But just of just like let it be. And also, we have to realize this is like. Like we have said before, and things have been shifting for a long time, right? Things maybe have come to a head in a final way, mm -hmm. but they have been shifting a long time. Your dad has been grumpy and stuck in his ways and not willing to do anything for the family or bend or be flexible. Yeah. And we've had to deal with that for a long time. Let's the, let it go. And you the know? hard part about this is that in these moments, well, like throughout the movie, we don't see them let go easily because like we said that's that's weird that's uncomfortable mm -hmm. so we're just gonna we're just gonna run or we're just gonna like not not deal with this we also see that with um aunt marguerite who was loretta divine who absolutely love her in this movie um and her son um sorry i love her <laughs> oh, oh like that's her favorite thing to do she's just <laughs> um sigh her son uh um royce who's uh, Darius McCurry, he will always be uh, Eddie Winslow to me. Mm -hmm. But, so like we see the movie start off with with her reading her letter, like 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 literally cursing her brother, like, you know, you're going to hell. It's gonna be hot where you're going. Like, like, you know. Hey, how you doing? Mm -hmm. I just want you to know, <laughs> because you are so raggedy, you going to hell and I can't wait to see you. Yes. Like all of these things that us Christians do that are bad. <laughs> but the hard part about, about, about this is that, like, so not we not only see that that's that's Aunt Marguerite's role. Her role is to play this role of I want everyone to go to heaven, which is great. But it's more of like a, I'm going to shame you, I'm going to criticize yeah, but I'm you, force you into it if you're not doing it the way that I want you to do it. Yes. Because who's to say that those people didn't have their own relationship with God and were doing the whole, 100%. whole thing? But because their lives did not look the way that she do, thought yes. they should look. So do it the way that I say for you to do it, in the way that I want it to look. Mm -hmm. And I'm, and this is my role of doing these things. Yeah. And then we also see that. She also has her own struggles because, like, she has two sons, the oldest one who's in jail, and then we have the youngest one. He ain't coming. So, sorry. Okay. And then we have the youngest one who is Royce, who mm -hmm. she, I'm still dying. She calls him on the phone and it's like beating the phone with a spoon. Mm -hmm. Is there a hole in the house? Like, like, just. yeah, go on and tell him about your favorite scene. <laughs> oh, my favorite scene, y'all. So, like, she, she calls Royce to come pick her up to take her to the house to go see, um, um, Uncle Bud and, and Aunt Raynell and the whole thing. So Royce, who, of course, is, is a, a young man who spends a lot of time smoking and, and drinking and hanging around with loose women, uh, as she calls it. And, like, they're driving to to wherever the house. I'm not sure how far it is, but they're driving, like, several miles to the other house. And they get into a fight in the middle of the car. If you guys have not seen this movie, this is hilarious. Yeah, the best scene, too, as well. They get into a fight in the car. They're, they're going back and forth on the radio station. Royce wants to listen to hip-hop. Mama wants to listen to gospel. Um, and In his car, no less. Yes, so, so they're going back and forth with a little, like, old-school knob. And then she uh, turns the knob her way, and the knob pops off. And she said, she said, Jesus. She said, Jesus won. Would you say something like mm -hmm. that? And then mm -hmm. he said, well, then Satan has the keys. And he, and he cut the car. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> and then they're sitting outside waiting on, on like an array to come and like get them some gas or like you know, figure the whole situation out. And she wants to have a serious talk with with uh, with Royce about his life and like what he's doing. And we see like one section of this too, where she where she tells him life is is not a good time. <laughs> And which to me is like, you know, that you're straight up not having yes, a good time here. That you're pushing all of this and you're literally saying that life is not a good time, which is not quite sure. Which, why would I want to go in that direction? Yes. If even you are not having a good time. You telling me to be where you are. Yes. And he says that. He says you are living proof of that. <laughs> so like we see this dynamic and then she was like, well, I want to know that you have a plan. What is your plan? And then Royce tells her. I want to I want to slow down one day. I want to get me a nice, good Christian girl, have me some kids, give you some grandkids, so I can get on welfare. <laughs> and the fight starts back, losing fight back up. And so, and like she started beating him. No, she, she like loses it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we see this dynamic for them too of how they struggle with how she wants him to be, him not feeling good enough, and like you know this this like you know constant pressure of them too within the family which luckily in the end comes together a little bit better when she sees that he at least, I mean, he reads a Bible scripture. It makes it, it makes it feel like he actually like, you know, knows something. And she breathes a little bit like, maybe my child. Cause, Cause I mean, it does seem like that she, that she is operating out of fear, that she does not want the same thing to happen to him that happened to her oldest child. But in doing so, she just shames him and makes him feel terrible, which is also not producing exactly. the results of what it is that mm -hmm. she actually wants right. to see. Which isn't that a whole word? Parenting out of fear, really doing anything out of fear, it's not going to be productive. Yeah, it's not. It's not good for anybody. Yeah, but there's so much to this movie. We could talk about it all day. We're moving on to the important part. Wait, you got something else before we go to the questions that need answers? Yes. So one more thing that I think that uh -huh. like serious talk for a lot of us. Um, this happens in, in a lot of our families. Um, I have experienced this. I'm, I'm pretty sure that a lot of you guys have experienced this. This is a really, really important. This is this is like my, my like no two minute like infomercial thing. Like y'all plan for your funeral. Get your stuff in order. I don't care how old you are. Like Help what the is old going folks in your life also plan for theirs, even that if they don't well. want it and are upset about it. Yes, because because I get it. It's uncomfortable conversations. I understand, but. Like, if some of this stuff would have been planned for in advance, there's certain things that we would not have to have sit around mm -hmm. and, and had a conversation about. There's certain about. drama and chaos and, like, mental and emotional difficulties that you would not have to go through if you had a plan for what this would look like. Even just a plan. You don't have to have everything paid for and everything, like, zipped up tight, but just a plan. Yeah. Something written down so that I people can be confused. That's the hard part, because I've, I've heard a lot of people say, well, I ain't going to be here. Ugh. Okay. But, yeah, but everybody else is, and we got to deal with the yes. mess that you made of your life. Yes. So help people out. Please. Help the people out. I don't even care if it says put me in a box and, b and bury me in the backyard. Write like, it like, down on a scrap of paper. Get somebody to say that you were in, in healthy mind and sound mind and that be enough. It does not have to be anything yeah. and everything that y'all think it does. Yeah. So, let's figure it <sighs> PSA, out. PSA, handle your stuff. Just saying. Just saying, people. All right, so listen. Questions we that need questions. Questions that need answers. Like we have we said. Need answers. Questions that said too. If you guys honestly and truthfully had questions that need answers for this movie, let us know cuz like, you know, we might have missed some stuff and yeah, I don't think yeah. we did, but anyway. Um, Where's your first question that he has answered? Golly, was a list. That's Anthony why, that's why, that's why both of us got our Closed phones. his gap. I did not realize that he closed his gap at some point. I just remember 
I just feel like that was the way he always looked. But I guess the blackness she had I closed think, it's like the crazy, by that time. Yeah, I think that's crazy. Like people, Anthony Anderson kind of like switched a little bit, but between the closing of the gap and between like the weight loss, but like. Like, you know, think about him in, like, life and, like, barbershop mm -hmm. and, like, well, I mean, I almost died. Like, you know, he looked completely different back in the day. And then, yeah, so, yeah. changes. So, yeah, watching him in movies past tense now, and you're like, dang, that is how you used to look. Mm -hmm. Shocking. Yeah. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Where were they? We don't. Y'all, we do not know. I tried Googling. I was, like, I was, like, looking. It says Lula, but, there's, like, there's no city. There's somewhere in the country. It's weird. Weird, weird, weird. Like, like you know, you know how country it is. It wasn't even just like you know the houses that were spread out and in the country. This man said you took your you took your wife to vacation to Swamp World. Swamp World. I'm gonna say they in Florida. I'm gonna say they are in um, deep Florida. That's what. See, I was thinking like Georgia or like Mississippi or something like that. They could be on the Florida Georgia line. It's swampy over there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. They're somewhere in the South. I can tell you that. Okay. They real country. Um, Tamala Man is in this movie. You like, know that she used to do all them singing. All I them had singing. no idea. This is great. Um, question: Why do black folks, us as black folks, take pictures of the deceased? Why you do know, we do that? I've never known that, but I'm not going to lie to you. Shout out to my family. Like, don't get mad at me. But I definitely have seen either my mama or my grandma's Bibles that are have, like, that stack of, like, everybody's dead pictures in them. I'm just like, why What's that we, about? Why we do that? Why do we got these? I don't need to really remember them like that. We don't have to do that. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, maybe I was, unless it looks really good, but again, let, which we didn't talk about, the ballet flats. Oh, I think that's so, the question. But so yeah, when he when he died of the heart attack or whatever it was, he pointed his feet down so so they couldn't get shoes on him. So, so he had to wear ballet shoes. It was it was a mess. Y'all remember that iconic scene? Maybe we'll make that the thumbnail. Because yeah, <laughs> so great. That. Okay, that man, that man had dance shoes on. Mm -hmm. Um, Tony Braxton was in this movie. Yes, y'all, and she I mean, is always she, she always fine. How she has looked, okay? But I forgot she had a blonde face. I don't know and how maybe I forgot she was that. Fine. She was fine in this movie. Like I, I love said, it. Yeah, Tony's still fine, but she was definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, why is it that as black people, we have to have rhyming names when we have twins? Like, there was a set of twins there. Their names were Latanya and Lasagna. What's that about? Next question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Mm -mm. Ain't got it. I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. Mm -hmm. um, what else? The accents, like they they had some heavy. But what's also crazy is that they 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 all did not have the heavy accent. They didn't. Now now Charisse and Lucille's accents were super heavy. There's they had like the super country accent. Ray Bud did not have a country accent like that. My only notes were they should not they should have let Jada do something else. That accent was not it. It was it not it. It cracked me up. I loved it. She is not. That's not where she's from. Just don't. Just We could have done better. Um, just delightful talk. Yeah. Does she so, say words? So we mentioned the fact that there's a, a sister, delightful, the one who just like eats throughout the, the entire movie. And we don't think that she talked throughout the whole movie. If you guys ever heard delightful talk, like, like, like you know, let us know. Did she say words? I don't remember. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know what year it was supposed to be there, but honey, the place where they had their funeral or the repast, they had a neon pink bathroom. They had pictures. Y'all don't play, but I'm L bathrooms. It was either ba baby pink, like that, like that, like that. Like, like what, lime green, like green, No, that yellow, green. like that, like a lemon, like yellow Ooh, color, uh, and, and or the pink. Mm -hmm, and like mm -hmm. the, the border that'd be up across the top, mm -hmm. and yes, baby. I don't know, and they had pictures of the, the funeral home. That's where it was, hey, pictures of black cherubs all on the wall. I don't know if you see that. Little naked black cherubs. Okay. I, I see us. I see us on our people. Ray Buds 
uh, boss, who was also one who was like constantly trying to like taking a push right bud to deal with his grief. Like, how you feeling? You talking about the creepy old man? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, his boss. But then the boss came to the funeral with six, six, six pack of beer. So you gonna come to my daddy's funeral with the beer. But it's cool. And then okay. be it inappropriate with all the cousins and uh, all the women. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Um, the, the nerve pills. Yes, the nerve pills. Okay, so who, I don't remember who said it, but one of the old folks was like, ooh, I, this is why I need my nerve pills. No, it was Sharice. When Sharice was being oh, was extra, she, she, she asked Lucille for some nerve pills. Mm -hmm. Which, we're just curious. First of all, that tells us that black people have had anxiety for a long time. But we didn't say that like that. We just we just say, ooh, my nerves is bad. Mm -hmm. And ooh, we also had yeah, the nerve I, pills I, to I deal with the bad nerve nerves. Pills. But we wanted to know, what do we think the nerve pills were back in the day? Like, what, what was folks taking? I think it was. I think it was a Tylenol. Tylenol I wouldn't do it for nobody. It was Tylenol. What was it going to do? Yeah, it was a okay. Tylenol. Apart from yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, everybody's hair was really, really good in that movie. I don't. I'm not going to be shady, but I'm just okay, saying. What's the, what's the shade? I was just understanding. If we could do that, then what is going on with Tyler Perry now? Like, what's yeah. happening? The hair. I, anyway, we're we're moving on. Um, <laughs> why did Jada sing the song at the end? I think that we have and already we established have how extra Tony Braxton sitting right oh, next to her. That 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 as well. Who could have rocked the socks off? But but we did establish that she was trying to be extra. So I'm pretty sure that at some point, like you know, I'm, I'm sorry y'all, I'm, I'm eating hair. But I'm pretty sure at some point when like making the eulogy, she was like, I'll sing. It's something. If you care about me, you put me in there to sing. Like this, this was probably something in there to add her into. Into the singing, so therefore she did. Okay, um, could the brother have in prison? Could have been furloughed to go to the funeral? Why, why didn't they just let him go to the funeral? It's Maybe, not that I mean, everybody's, everybody's not 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 furloughed. Which which you laughing at? <laughs> because I broke down. We gonna act like Bud was going to heaven. Why would I say that? I don't even remember saying that. <laughs> but <laughs> we gonna act like Bud was going to heaven. He he was a surly old man. Maybe he was. I don't know. That's not my business. But. <sighs> It's hard to fake it through one of those. But uh, so, so also, talk about the names, the Latanya and Lasagna. So, Bud, like we had said, Ray Bud and Lucille, like we're having like the the problems getting pregnant, and she announces at the funeral. Well, she she says to the to the deceased at the funeral. Yes, they were talking to him. Yeah. Yes, she says that we're gonna have a baby and we're gonna name it. Was it Badisha? Badisha. Badisha Joy. Joy. So we still need a Bud, but. You know, black people, we love to combine a name. We love to take a one uh, one name as inspiration and flip it into another name. Badisha Joy. Which, no shade. Hey, if your name is Badisha out there, comment. Let us know. I yeah, never did it come Badisha. from? Did it come from your daddy being named Bud? That's one of them. So, y'all, listen. The Tell funny me. part that cracked me up. So, at the beginning of the movie, when they were reading the letter... And she's talking about, like, you know, all things going on with her. And she says that the little boy or the man or whatever mowed her yard. She said he mowed my front yard, my side yard, my backyard, and the three acres behind the house. And he got paid $3, which was a dollar bonus because it was his birthday. Let's, let's, one, one, one back. The front yard. The side yard, the backyard, and the three acres in the back. And he got paid $3. I have a moment of silence for that child. It, it was the 90s, right? It was the 2000s. I don't know when that was. I don't know when it was. Um, last question is, during the prayer, <laughs> after Sharice confronted 
um, her husband's um, mistress, her, his extramarital affair. And it, it really wasn't a confront. It was just the fact that she was like, you know, said out loud. Yeah. 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 She she had a moment. She she was unhinged for just a second. She. <laughs> Aunt Marguerite said a prayer over the food, but she did not have to mention Miss Bernice Talbert. I think in the, the I prayer. think this was also like the the element of and call her a hoe in the prayer. I, I think this was this was also like the element of like Sharice, you want attention, I'm gonna give you attention. You want everybody to, to no, do I business. Think, I think they all feel the the way yeah. they feel against Bernice because oh, she was out here taking folks' men. A hundred percent, but also like you know, Sharice, you want attention, I'm gonna go ahead and give you attention. You don't keep crying about it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know to like be quiet. I hear you. Mm-hmm. So now, so now everybody knows. Yeah, so there was a lot going on. Yes. It was hilarious. It was good. It was so layered. Like, did you guys see your family in this in, in this movie or see things that you've dealt with as far as family dynamics, as far as funerals and how funerals bring up grief, how we deal with grief, how yeah. we cope. How they change stuff of inside things. of us. Yes, yeah. all of those things. And also, like, what was hilarious in there? And do, do you have questions that need answers that we did not list? Or... Do you have answers to the questions that we said need answers? Hey, let us I mean, know. like, we need answers we be, to the questions. We be trying to figure it out. Yes. So, as always, like I said earlier, or like you said earlier, one of us said it. Like, Somebody says something. Come, comment, subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Check us out. For sure. And stay mentally dope, y'all. Always. Bye.